So I'm probably similar to many of you in the fact that I'm not very good with technology. And for years, I ran my practice on a platform, a big platform that I had lots of issues with and never once was I able to get on the phone with somebody to actually help me out with the problem that I was having. This is one of the main reasons why we decided to switch over to PT Everywhere because when we got set up, every time that we've had a problem, I can reach out to their customer service and I'm actually talking to another human being that knows what's going on with my platform that can help solve a problem for me and me not spin my wheels trying to figure out all by myself and wasting my entire day. It's one of the reasons why we love the platform so much. We love the people so much started by a cash practice owner. And really the goal is to help practices, cash practices like ours grow scale and be as efficient as we possibly can be. So if you've been frustrated with lack of customer service, if somebody responding to you and helping answer your questions, look no further. PT Everywhere does an amazing job by helping you be successful with their platform. So head over to pteverywhere.com and check out what they've got going on. So here's the question. How do physical therapists like us who don't want to see 30 patients a day, who don't want to work home health and have real student loans, create a career and life for ourselves that we've always dreamed about? This is the question and this podcast is the answer. My name is Danny Matei, and welcome to the PT Entrepreneur Podcast. Hey, what's going on, guys? Doc Danny here with the PT Entrepreneur Podcast, and today we're talking about stages of business, or some people, they consider these seasons of business. Um, I don't know much about planting and growing things, so I think I would uh, do a poor job of using that as a, as a reference, although I'm not much of a builder either, but uh, I will say I probably have a little more experience there than growing any sort of plant. Uh, but what I want you to think about is, is what stage are you at within your business. Some of you may not be in business right now. So you're in the planning stage more than anything else, which get out of the planning stage as fast as you can. It's sort of like, um, the waiting room in the places you will go, uh, the Dr. Seuss book, uh, you stay there and you just wait and you wait and you wait for something to happen to you and you wait for the next chance and you wait for the perfect moment and it never happens. So that planning stage, that's the first stage. That's the one we want to get people out of quickly to take action so that they can at least start, um, you know, making uh, forward progress and gaining momentum towards what they're trying to do. But I bring this up because uh, right now, you know, this is relevant to me. This is relevant to many of the people that that we work with in an ongoing basis in any of our coaching programs. But uh, even with our own business, um, you know, we have different stages. I'm, in particular, I'm talking about uh, PT biz, um, and, uh, and same thing with athletes potential, both of our businesses, but in particular PT biz in the last, um, in the last six months, you know, we've seen, uh, um, a, a pretty significant increase in the number of clients that we've, that we've started working with people that we get a chance to, you know, help start grow, uh, their practices. And, uh, over the last couple months, we've really hit, uh, like a stall and, I'll explain like kind of what's happened, you know, with, with us and, and, uh, the solution to that, because for many of you, this is going to be the same thing within your, your practice. And it's the same thing that happened to me whenever I was in my, you know, practice heavily. Um, right now, you know, I only see maybe five to six patient, uh, visits per, per week. It's about all I, I do within that, within that company. But, um, as far as growth goes for us, uh, you know, we, 
basically it was myself, uh, Eve, uh, Gigi, and our other business partner, Jared Moon. And we basically did everything, right? Uh, sales, marketing, fulfillment. There's three of us. So it took us a little while to get to the point where we we basically became time poor within the company. So for us, you know, we uh, built infrastructure. I did that over the last few years, really, with with um, content and writing a book and uh, clients that we had worked with. Um, so we were in a in, in really a building stage right there. So we're building infrastructure, building uh, trust, building you know the the roots of of the company. Now, when Jared and Eve came on, it was like a mad sprint. I mean, we were. We were growing like crazy. So there's a build phase followed by a growth phase. You know, so we saw, you know, our, our company basically double, um, you know, in the last, uh, I guess, nine months um, of the year, right? So, which is great, but then it, it what happens is it puts you back in a place where you, uh, you know, you, you have resources that are limited, in particular time, uh, and then, and then, uh, human capital. So the, the people that are there, that can help with all the things that need to happen on the, the marketing, selling, fulfilling side of things. So for us, we hit this wall and then it's about finding and training the right people to then take over the systems that you've built, uh, so that you can have growth to the next phase. So this is another build phase. It's where you're building infrastructure. It's where you're building people. It's where you're, you're improving talent. Uh, you, you know, you're filling roles with the right people. So we, you know, we went from the three of us to now, uh, six of us plus some contractors that we, that we use, um, that are, you know, not full-time by any means, um, as well as, uh, getting a lot of help from other coaches, uh, you know, that, that whether it be mastermind or programs or, uh, even like, uh, agencies to help us with uh, some of the marketing things where we've got to a certain place where, you know, we basically have exhausted some of our skill sets, um, in terms of scale. So, you know, once we get to these, these places where we stall out, this is where people get really frustrated. And for some of you, this is what it looks like in a cash practice. You basically, um, you know, you're, you're in a build phase where you're just starting, you're, you're getting your company formed, you're finding your location, you're naming your business, all these things, right. We have to do when we first start out, that's a build phase. And then from there, you know, in, in this build phase, you're, you're developing relationships in the community. You're developing trust with people. You're gaining some clients. And what we see is really, you know, once you hit that, like first 20 to 25, new clients that you work with, that's when you start to get some snowball of local word of mouth presence. And this can be expedited with, you know, some, some solid marketing organized around what you're doing, but you can't just skip this phase. Everybody, you know, unless you've been in the area for years and years and you've developed uh, trust working at a different clinic or, you know, maybe you coaching in the area or whatever it might be, like that's the only time where we see people go from, you know, starting a practice to $10,000 a month in revenue by month two. They have some underlying infrastructure that they've already built. If you don't have it, you have to build that. And that can take some time, uh, in particular, if you move somewhere where nobody knows who you are or you, you really have no uh, relationship connections that are going to help in this local service business. So you're in the build phase. Then once you hit that sort of 20, 25 person mark um, and you have some solid marketing around what you're doing, all of a sudden, you start to grow and you start to fill your schedule quickly. Now, this is the growing phase. So once you're in a growth phase, 
You're just acquiring new people. You're building your volume. Um, and then what happens is you hit a wall. And for most people that we see, it's around 80, maybe 100 visits a month where all of a sudden they are super time poor. They're really frustrated because they're dropping the ball on, you know, getting back to people. Um, they almost don't want to take on any more new clients because then they know they have to fulfill that. And, you know, they're frustrated that they, they have to put all the work in. So, you know, they almost avoid that, which if you think about it, if you ever get to a, a phase in your business where you're literally, you know, you're just like, dude, I hope I don't get another new client. Um, that's a, that's not a good place to be. Like some people think that's a good thing. They're like, man, I'm so busy. I can't take any of your client on. Well, that means that you just, you, you need to hire people. You need to build a business. You know, you're just doing things on your own. So what they say is uh, the skills that got you here won't get you there, right? Like, like for, even for us, you know, where, where we were at over the last couple of months, you know, we've never really scaled a sales team. We've never really scaled to, you know, uh, multiple coaches within our, our organization. We've never used outside, uh, you know, marketing agencies for detailed help on some of the things that we were doing. Like we've never done any of that. Um, because we hadn't hit that level of, of business uh, to a complexity where we needed to. But knowing that we're going to go through these phases, we looked forward to it and realized that as we saw our our revenue, which is really just a, a mark of, you know, it's, it's, it's a mark of health in the business in a lot of ways. If you have a healthy business, you have to have revenue because you have to be able to support other people. And our revenue basically stayed the same for a couple of months, um, you know, which we, we'd seen, you know, consistent growth, you know, month over month for, uh, you know, well, well over a, a year, maybe a year and a half. And, um, you know, so for, for, for us, it, it definitely can, can be frustrating. You can get in, impatient. Um, but what you have to realize and what, what we're, what we're realizing and, uh, and keep in mind is you go, these are natural. You go through these, these phases. It's, it has to happen this way. So you basically, uh, break your business model every time you go through one of these growth phases. So if you're a new clinician, you grow to where you're at a hundred patient visits a month, all of a sudden you're, you've broken your model. Your model is unsustainable for you to hold that capacity without getting any sort of administrative help. Anybody that's going to help you with admin tasks, um, to offset some of that non-revenue producing time, which then lets you get up to more visits. You become more efficient and profitable. And you're really close at that point. You really need to just get additional help. You need to get other people in the door. Now, Here's where people get frustrated. We we had a we had someone that was in our mastermind. Um, this was a couple of years ago, and when he joined with us, he was uh, super busy, right? He was like 100 to 120 patient visits a month, um, and you know, <clears throat> super time poor was making good money. And we even told him, we said, look the problem that you have is going to be scaling past yourself. And it's going to take some time because basically he had gone so fast that he hadn't built out any systems, any sort of frameworks of his company along the way. He just was, we call it like running and gunning, you know, and, and, and he was making it work because he was really good at sales and he was a really good clinician. So, you know, for him, he had to almost like backtrack a little bit, but it was super time poor, uh, and, and didn't really have a ton of time to put in the infrastructure to build, um, you know, his systems and utilize the systems that we even have to implement those. So he kind of went about this quickly, hired somebody that 
basically everybody thought was kind of a bad fit um, as an admin. And then the turnover happened pretty quickly. The person just didn't work out. Uh, because if you hire somebody to solve your problems, it's never going to work out. You need to hire somebody to run your play uh, in terms of your system you have within your company. So that way they come into some amount of organization, not to say you're micromanaging them, but you need to give them structure to work within so they know what their job is. They know if they're being successful and they know that, you know, what's being tracked. If you just hire somebody and you're like, all right, well, it just handle, you know, inbound calls and uh, figure out social media for me and figure out how to write a newsletter every week and, and all these things. It's like, dude, you're going to frustrate that person and they're going to leave because you haven't put the time in, you haven't built the infrastructure, uh, you, you've skipped a step. So what we saw was turnover uh, that happened, frustration, uh, revenue staying the same, you know, for about 10 months. I mean, it went, it definitely went up uh, a little bit, but you know, we have, we have people that come into our, to our group that are at, you know, 10 grand a month and they, they're at 20 uh, plus within a short period of time because, you know, we help them stack on sales and marketing. If they're coming in and they're already so, sort of at that 16, maybe 20,000 gross revenue mark, and they're just super time poor um, and they haven't done anything on the admin side, they've got some serious building they have to do on the systems and infrastructure side. And if they don't, they're never going to get past themselves. And this is where people can get frustrated because what they don't realize is the scoreboard for them is revenue and their revenue is not changing. In fact, that gets really frustrating, but that's just the scoreboard, but it doesn't mean that what you're doing isn't going to help build uh, significant infrastructure that you have to have in order to scale past yourself to get to the next phase of growth where then you can bring other people in. And the goal is from there to fill up their schedule. So you're not the one just fulfilling. You turn into the person that is training them, teaching them, mentoring them, and helping them build their schedule through your business and through them understanding how to get other people in the door um, on their schedule as well. That is a different skill set. The skill set that got you busy, the skill set that taught you how to work with people, that's a clinical and sales skill set. Now, you need to learn the skill set of a teacher, of a mentor, of a leader, because now you have other people that are following your vision that you're bringing into your company. And if you don't have those skills, you have to acquire them. And that takes some time, that takes some effort, and that takes some building, right? So if you're in that phase, it can be frustrating. But understand, if you don't do that, if you don't become a better leader, if you don't build infrastructure, you'll never scale past where you are and you'll try and you'll get frustrated and people will leave and you'll blame other people because you'll say, oh, they were just the wrong fits and you know, it's their fault or they're selfish or whatever it might be until finally you look in the mirror and you realize the common denominator is you and that you are trying to skip a step. And this is where we see so many people that benefit from something like our mastermind where there's structure on how they scale their business because we support them with all these resources and systems that are already there. We show them how to implement it at the right time and we can collapse time with them. The people that get frustrated are the ones that they just wanted to happen really, really fast, or they've tried to skip a step and then they have to go back and build the infrastructure to then build their company to the next phase. So for us, this happened, you know, within our education company, uh, recently, uh, you know, it was only a couple months for us, but that's also because, you know, we all have separate businesses. This isn't our, our first business. Uh, we teach this stuff, you know, we, we sure we still make plenty of mistakes, but we at least have a better frame of reference of what's going on and what we need help with. So instead of just banging our head against the wall and try to figure everything out on our own, we reached out for help. So we cut our learning curve down from probably a year of trying to figure out on our own to a couple months. And now all of a sudden with a couple months, we have 
uh, a, a more robust team. Uh, we, and we still need to grow that side of it going forward over the next, uh, you know, six months, we'll probably double where we're at now, but it's scale, right? So we're in a growth phase. Now we're in a growth phase. Uh, and then we'll, we'll hit a wall and we need to get more people in the door. And then we build out the systems that can handle it. Um, the training, who's in charge of what, like who reports to who, what are their key performance indicators? What are they being tracked on? What's success look like, look like for them one-on-one, you know, follow up with all of them so they know what's going on. And, and you know, that, that we want to make sure that they're realize they're a part of a team. All their questions are answered. Uh, this is where the scale side becomes challenging. So for those of you that are, starting that are growing that are hiring all of that just realize take a step back and think to yourself what phase or uh, am i in what stage of business am i in am i in a building phase where i'm building out infrastructure within my company or am i in a growth phase where you're capitalizing on all that and that's the growth phases are where everybody wants to see they just want to see this you know acceleration in monthly revenue or yearly revenue um so that it, you know they see the scoreboard going up most people going to business for themselves are competitive they want to see that and if they don't then they get frustrated because of a lack of momentum that they're achieving and if you can take a step back and realize that like it's just all part of the same uh, equation it's all going the same direction and that one supports the other. Now, all of a sudden these build phases become actually really enjoyable because you can, you can really, you know, detail out what you want to do, knowing what you're growing towards. And as you have better organization around your systems, your structure, your infrastructure of your business, the people you're bringing on and better hiring process and better training processes, you know, better, uh, organization for them they're going to plug into it and your growth phases will be that much more uh, beneficial or, or, you know, profitable for you because you have put the effort in the time in to do things the right way. It's, you know, just as if building a house, right? If you, if you try to rush through the foundation so you can try to get, you know, the first and second story built, it may look cool initially, but eventually you're going to realize you've just created an immense amount of problems for yourself down in the line. This is what we see with people in business. And I think that phrase, if you want to go fast, go alone. If you want to go far, go together is a hundred percent accurate when we look at just businesses in general. So many of us are, you know, we're lone wolves. We, we think, oh, we can do all this myself. I, I have a high, you know, high work capacity. I'm willing to put in a massive amount of effort. Um, and that will only take you so far. Uh, at a certain point, you have to realize the skills that you need to acquire are not the ones that are going to get your single person schedule busy. And, uh, you know, that's the thing that <clears throat> I think that we probably help people the most with is really being able to help them become a business owner and not just a clinician that's gone into business for themselves. Uh, so if that's you, uh, like I said, this, these are the phases of business. It's natural. You know, if you're frustrated and, and you feel like, uh, you know, you need to hire and grow past yourself, you know, let's chat, head to physicaltherapybiz.com forward slash call. You know, we'll see if you're appropriate to, to, to talk to one of our, uh, team members and, and see if we can, if we can help you out. If you're just getting started, you know, keep in mind, like, you know, you, you have to go through that phase too. And sometimes it's uncomfortable and it, it's, there's growing pains associated with it. So don't get frustrated. Just keep in mind, you know, this is the phase you're in. Enjoy it. And I look back on whenever I was just getting started, it was super exciting partially because it was terrifying <laughs> because, you know, I had two little kids and I just left a stable job in the military. And, and I, you know, I had career progression in front of me and I was going to make rank and, and, 
Uh, you know, I stayed in for, if I stayed in for another 13 years, I have a retirement, you know, pension and healthcare for life and all these things that I'm thinking about while I'm wondering if this is actually going to work when I'm, you know, trying to find patients and, and, uh, trying to grow, grow my practice. But it also was like so fun because there were so many new experiences, things I'd never done before in ways that I hadn't challenged myself. And, uh, you know, to, to wish that you could hurry and, and get past that. I feel like, you know, you're just missing the point that the point is, that you're going to grow in your business, but you have to grow personally as well. It's, it's the, the greatest opportunity for personal development that is out there is to put yourself in a position where it's on you. You're the person that's either going to make it or not. You can't blame anybody else. You know, you're going to have challenges. You're going to have huge wins. It's exciting. It's terrifying. It's, it's awesome. And it's tiring at the same time. But I look back on that first stage as like one of the more fun times that I've had, even though, uh, you know, there was plenty of stress involved with it. And, and I'm not quite sure that Ashley would agree with this, uh, you know, me saying how, how, how I enjoyed it and I had fun, but I totally did. Um, you know, so don't, don't skip it, enjoy it, but realize what phase you're in, what, what stage are you in? And to get to the next one, what do you have to do and who do you have to become is probably a better way to look at it than what do you have to learn? It's like, who do you have to become to deserve a business that has multiple people working with you? You can't be who you are now. Like you have to be a better person. You have to be a better leader. You have to be, have better emotional control. You know, you have to be smarter. You have to be better organized. All of these things has to happen. You have to earn the right to be able to grow. So who do you need to become? Who do you need to turn into in order to earn the right to hit the next phase or stage of your business that you want to achieve? And if you look at it that way, the only person that you can blame is yourself. And that's exciting because that means that you can control whether you change or not. You can control how big or small your company becomes or how many people you affect or whatever it is that your goal is. You can control that. And you also are the only person that you can blame. So enjoy it, you know, take ownership in that, uh, and, and enjoy it, uh, while you're there, whatever stage you're in, just realize, am I in a build stage? Am I in a growth stage? And, uh, and try to become the best entrepreneur that you can to earn the right to get to the next stage. Hey, wait a minute. Just to let you guys know, we are closing in on 200 views on iTunes. That's crazy. Most podcasts hardly get to 100 views, let alone 200. And this is such a niche-specific PT business podcast. That's wild. So let's try to rally the troops and get to 200 reviews for this podcast. The first thing you need to do is you got to sub- subscribe to this sucker, whether it's on iTunes or any other platform that you're listening to on, so you know when new episodes are coming out. The next thing, make sure that you leave a review. I'd love to hear what you have to say. I read all of them. It means a lot to me. Next thing, guys, take a screenshot of whatever episode you're listening to and put it in your stories on Instagram and tag me in it. That's at Danny Matei PT. If you do this, I will repost it. So you'll get a bump. I'll get a bump. We'll share this information with a lot more people because that's the goal, guys. We want to get this information in front of a lot more people. So take a screenshot, share it on Instagram stories, tag me in it, and I will repost it. So here we go. Let's try to get to 200 reviews for the podcast. Thanks for listening.